do it later. You figured. Oh shoot! No rumble again. I have, now I have to. I'm never going to go in and fix that. Bam! We're live for 12 seconds. Not working. What? No, it's not working. There, you know, there's like two codes: a URL and then a something they call a stream key that you have to punch in. Yeah. And I knew I knew something was weird when I was messing with it. But what sucks is you have to you can stream free to YouTube, but you have to pay like twenty five dollars a month minimum to stream to Rumble. So I signed us up for that. But hmm. more money, more problems. Yeah, well said. I invited someone to uh, co-host with me today on the show. They declined. I can't tell. Like I'm, I'm, I'm partially like happy they declined. But partially unhappy. Not unhappy. Unhappy is too strong. Disappointed. Well, I'm 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 uh practically I'm glad they didn't they declined. Just easier, right? Mm. Without them. No not prepare for them. But uh well, I just I when there's more the more people are on here, the more I edit what I'm I I rethink what I was going to say. Oh, I just want to point out, we almost, we almost, it was two and a half hours yesterday out of the two hours and 40 minutes. You only mentioned COVID one time. We almost went a whole show. Wow. But was it, was it at the very end that I fucked it up? No, fuck it up. Yeah. You mentioned it right at the end. It It was kind of funny. Darn it. Darn it. Darn it. It was like you read my mind. Um, there is a competition coming, ladies and gentlemen. A competition to end all competitions. Fight for the fittest. I will be there competing in the individual. No, actually, I won't be. Fight for the fittest. November 1st to November 21st is the online qualifier. The Instagram account is... I can't see it. Fight for the fittest. F-I-G-H-T-F-O-R-T-H-E-F-I-T-T-E-S-T. Just like it sounds. Fight for the fittest, all one word. And isn't that, don't they have an app also? I love their graphics. The two skeletons. Why do I like skeletons? See that second link below that we got? Uh, Oh, okay. Here it is. Yeah, it, uh, Conquest Events. It looks like it's um, a, a, just a, a site where people go. There's an RX and there's a scaled category. And there are um, uh, it's for men and for women. Those are the sexes that may participate. I was so disappointed when, uh, that um, Austin Alexander plays the gender game. I was really disappointed. I wonder if he even knew though. He was just kind of like just par- just participating in the mass delusion. It's so weird how many people participate in that. I love Jason Kalipa, but I didn't. I didn't. I when I, I was going to sign up for his app, like to just check it out. But as soon as they asked me what my gender is, I fucking bailed. 
Do you know what they're really asking too when they ask for your gender? Not only are they asking for your imagination, but someone recently showed me a job application and they were asking for gender. And um, 80% of the choices regarding gender, I, I'm making that up 80. It's probably like 95. They're really asking you directly, explicitly, whose gender you want, uh, sorry, whose genitalia you want rubbing your genitalia. It has nothing, it's not like, that when I ask you your sex, I'm asking you about your genitalia. When I'm asking you your gender, when there's choices like queer, now I'm at, now the question is is whose genitalia do I want touching my genitalia? You feel me? It's like how the fuck is that on a job application? It's so weird. It's fucking bizarre. And how does that apply to like the application itself? Yeah. So let's say even if they just just kept it pure and imaginary shit like gender so you said i'm a uh, frogman you know what i mean like i'm part frog part man or or let well, some side, or, or yeah yeah or, or i'm rabbit man or i'm i'm rabbit woman or i'm um uh I, I i i'm not sure what i am let's say you check that box at least still you're they're not asking you explicitly about whose genitalia you want sitting on your face but now that's all that's all every job almost asked that it seems like it's so weird do you know the pentagon has a dei chief yeah have you seen her uh-uh let's find out she looks like she's a fucking 18 year old girl she uses a word um caudacity it means the audacity of white people caught like caucasian caudacity what you fucking pick that up from fucking kendrick lamar what is that some sort of uh, rap racism is caudacity. It's amazing. <clears throat> All the black stuff has to stop too. It's not, it's not, it's not black. It's, it's African American culture at most. I don't even, at most. There's no, there's no white people in the United States who behave like the white people in Finland. We're nothing like them. So to say all white people, it's ridiculous. There's no black people. When I mean no, I'm so, yeah, this chick. This chick looks like some fucking chick I see at a fucking Starbucks just being a fucking bitch to the uh sorry sorry, sorry to be so prejudiced and discriminatory on her on her looks, but I was looking at a bunch of pictures of her. She looks at someone like a fucking um uh, uh Karen at a Starbucks complaining that her fucking uh drink's not hot enough. I'm so exhausted of these white folks. Look how she spells folks. It's like that. The dumbing down of America. This lady actually had the caudacity to say black people can be racist too. Holy shit. This lady works in the Pentagon. Yep. Probably not the only one that maybe shouldn't be working in the Department of Defense. <laughs> Holy shit. Hey, just so you know, um, uh, black people can be racist too. Well, but Sevon, they don't have any power. Uh, fucking, they can be racist and play the victim mindset. <laughs> How's that? In fucking credible. In fucking, and, and a matter of fact, I, I would argue that probably if you if you were to lump it up, that black people in general are probably more racist than white people. Racist against white people. I mean, all the black people I hung out with were, were always pretty uh, hardcore racist growing up. 
fucking nuts. And what do I mean by that? They have more, uh, they have more, um, uh, judgment and disdain i i i i I was trying to actually think about it when i saw this article if i know any white people who are openly racist i don't but i've known fucking a thousand i've had a thousand black friends that are openly racist towards white people i I don't care it's so ass backwards oh it's fucking nuts let me tell you, there's just as many fucking dipshit black parents as there are dipshit white parents who don't want their kids to marry a white kid as there are white kids who don't want their kids to marry a black kid easily. And Chinese and, and, and like and whatever, and Jewish. And they're all the same, so long. Uh, you, you know, that, that brings me to, uh, you, can you play 120? This thing is amazing. This is watch Don Lemon here get bludgeoned, bludgeoned by this lady. This is nuts. This is he wants reparations paid. He's claiming that reparations should be paid. Even just, uh, but before I go on, I want to be very clear. Listen how del- first of all, he looks like he got um, monkey pox or something. He looks like, or he's doing meth. He looks like he's gotten way too skinny. Something, something happened to Don Lemon. So, so that's, something's weird. And on top of that, um, listen to the words he uses and all the presuppositions he makes as if something has happened to the people who are here w- with a certain skin color who are who are here now. What if I uh, my kids are um, Jewish and Armenian, both both sides of their family escape. They're 50 50. They're 51 percent Jewish, 49 percent Armenian. And they both their families have one generation ago um, survived insane hardship. I have relatives I could reach back into history and touch who had their stomachs cut open and, and their babies yanked out. And my, my wife has relatives. She can reach back just a little back into history and touch relatives who were fucking thrown in a train and fucking gassed. And never, ever fucking lean on that. But what's worse is – but but there are a lot of Armenians who want Armenians to lean on that, and there's a ton of Jews who want Jews to lean on that, just so you know. They want you to remember – they want you to more than remember. They want you to embody that, embody that victim mindset. Those are those are not those are not good people. But the worst of them come from people like Don Lemon. He's de- he demands – he demands that people with dark skin feel inferior and feel play the victim mindset. Anyway, this lady f- fucks him up, and he can't even hide it. That's the best part. Okay, action. Well, this is coming when, when you know, know there's all of this wealth, and you hear about it comes as England is facing rising costs of living, a living crisis, austerity, budget cuts, and so on. And then you have the, those who are asking uh, for reparations for colonialism and they're wondering you know 100 billion dollars 24 billion dollars here and there 500 million there some people want to be paid back and uh, and members of the public are wondering why are we suffering when you are you know you have all of this vast wealth those are legitimate concerns well i think hey, you're right pause, about reparations pause, in terms pause. of if people want it though Th- there's the presupposition no one's concerned if you why do you care that the english royal family has a billion dollars it does nothing to you what 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 do you want them to do oh thank you 
What what do you want the English royal family to do? Just get start just like get start giving handing out their money. What what are you going to do with it? I mean, j- just out of curiosity, what are you going to do with it? Oh, you're going to go onto Amazon and buy something and give it to Bezos. Gotcha. Gotcha. I, why do you care? That's for sure. <laughs> right. Right. They can use it for their own selfish use. And it's guess whose hands it's going to end up in again. It's so nuts. It's so nuts. It, the presupposition there that something is wrong with rich people, that's wrong with them having a billion dollars. I was raised like that too. Why? Who cares? But Stefan, the discrepancy of wealth is greater than it's ever been. Yeah, the, the um, uh, quality of life is – the discrepancy of wealth between the poorest and the richest Maybe the biggest it's ever been, but it still can't compare. It still can't compare to how fantastic the quality of life is today than it was 200 years ago. I mean, shit, anyone can go to fucking CVS and get a COVID vaccine now. Hallelujah. God bless America. Bradley, hi. Hey, what's going on with the Don? It's going to be really good because I want to play the rest of this Don Lemon clip. This lady works him. Yeah, play, play, play it real quick. You can get on with that. Okay. Stand by, Bradley. Okay. So so he's saying, let's talk about reparations. And, th- and this, this is how this lady responds. What they need to do is you always need to go back to the beginning of a supply chain. Where was the beginning of the supply chain? That was in Africa. And when across the entire world, when the slavery was taking place, which was the first nation in the world that abolished sla- uh, slavery? The first nation in the world to abolish it. It was started by William Wilberforce, was the British. In, in Great Britain, they abolished slavery. 2,000 naval men died on the high seas trying to stop slavery. Why? Because the African kings were rounding up their own people. They had them on cages waiting in the beaches. No one was running into Africa to get them. And I think you're totally right. If reparations need to be paid, we need to go right back to the beginning of that supply chain and say who was rounding up their own people and having them handcuffed in cages. Absolutely. That's where... They should start. And maybe, I don't know, the descendants of those families where they died at the, in the high seas trying to stop the slavery, that those families should receive something too, I think, at the same time. It's an interesting discussion, Hillary. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. We'll continue to, to discuss in the future. So, Don, so Lemon, the- Don Lemon wants only people to be paid reparations based on their skin color. It's so, it's fucking fascinating, the whole thing. It's just, it's moron central. Hi, Brad. How are you? Oh, good. So uh, when you were, you know, you're talking about uh, the whole racism thing, quick little story. So when I opened up my affiliate, um, I'm in South Louisiana. Uh, I opened up in a city or a town, small town. I had no clue about whatsoever. Um, I literally moved away. They didn't have any CrossFit gyms, didn't have any gyms. I opened up a gym. Um, I quickly found out that the town that I was moving into was very, very hard um, on the racism side. And when I mean very, very hard, there was a couple of times um, in the first couple of years that I was running my affiliate that I literally had to uh, remove clients uh, as members of my gym because of their open um, just dislike for um, for black people. And it was can, can a you can you tell me what that looks like? What does that look like? What do they say? It, it's just it's so uh, give you one example. I remember it to the day I can, I can play it back. Um, it was about seven years ago. We're, what state uh, is this? Saturday. Sorry, what state is this? This, this is Louisiana, okay. South Louisiana. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
So we're doing, we do partner wise on Saturdays. We've done it from the first Saturday I opened all the way up to now. Uh, so we partner people up. Uh, sometimes you get partnered up with somebody around the same fitness level. Sometimes it's a little bit different. Um, we partner put somebody up. It was a, a, a white woman with a black woman. Um, and the white woman openly in front of the entire class says, Hey, I can't be your partner. I'm not going to be a partner with a black person. And wow. I was like, wow, wow. I was like, wow. Holy shit. Like, uh, and, and coming back from, from my experience, um, my mom was very open with, uh, bringing people into our, our family growing up. My two best friends were black people. So, so it took me back, uh, you know, uh, by surprise that, that somebody was openly just against, uh, a, a different race because of color of skin. Right. Um, so it was, it was a hard experience as an affiliate owner that to, to go and, uh, and have that experience. Yeah, um, yeah. but, but I, but I quickly, quickly found out that, um, that the community that I was in, the, the, the town that I was in was very open to, uh, actively in the KKK. Uh, they would actively pass out flyers, um, up until probably eight years, six or seven years, they, maybe eight years ago, they, they, they stopped actively putting flyers in people's mailboxes. Uh, Can I just say that. one but thing it, here, it, um, Bradley? And I appreciate this story. This is exactly the same as choosing someone because they're black. Correct. It's a, it's the same thing with the people who thought it was okay that Hiller made the video that said Justin was natty. Oh yay! But but they were upset when he said Tia was on roids. Yeah, boo! It's they're both the same. If you support the videos, um, you support the precedent of someone just judging people on the internet. If you if you're gonna choose people you like based on your like if you're gonna go out of your way, um, uh, to 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 pick someone because you need a Jew on your team, it's the same thing as is is not picking someone. Okay, go on. I just wanted to make it clear to people that you can't have um, you can't have it both ways. You can't. Yeah. Uh, and- they're, they're both racism just because one has a happy ending. Doesn't mean it's still not racism because eventually it turns. Eventually it turns. Yeah. It's like a little bit of stealing. It's okay to steal a little bit. That's the problem with Canada Canadians. They think a little bit of thumb in your ass from the government's okay. They just don't want the whole yeah, thing. It was, it's like, it was just a, like, like I said, it was just a very weird experience coming from the how, way I was raised. How old are um, you? How old are you? When that happened? Uh, 37. Is that 30, the first time? Uh, when, I, when I, when I, when I, when I, when it happened though, so it was probably, like I said, it was probably seven years ago. Uh, so I was probably 30. Is that the first time you've ever seen anything like that in, um, in, uh, your, in your 30 years, your first 30 years of your life? You know, uh, I would say, I would say with an understanding of, of what true hatred towards a different race would be. Uh, oh, oh you first. think it was true but, hatred? You think it was true hatred? Oh, 100%. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, um, you, you could tell by her demeanor. Um, you can tell them by She wasn't joking. It was a, it was a true dislike, dis, dislike for, uh, for the different, for a different race. Um, so in my 30 years prior, um, I mean, growing up, you had, you know, the country folks that, that when I went to school that we were all into, um, you know, doing FFA and, and all that stuff. No, no, uh, I don't know what that they, is. What's FFA? FFA, like in, in high school, there was a uh, future formers of America. It was called FFA. Okay. Uh, that's where, that's where all the country folks, the individuals that worked on the farms, 
um, that like to do all kind of, you know, the hunting, all, all the fishermen and everything like that. That's kind of what their, their avenue was if they didn't play sports kind of in high school. So, um, so in high school you had, you know, you had the separation of the, the country folks versus, uh, the, the black, the blacks or the, the, the jocks or whatever it is by that. But there was no, there was no true racism that was coming from individuals. It wasn't like, I hate black people or, or, or anything like that. This was my, this was my, my true, uh, first encounter with like specifically somebody just disliking a different race. I, um, I had, uh, a, a bunch of, uh, and it's gonna be hard for you to believe, but I used to be really uh, savvy with the ladies and I, I would have tons of girlfriends and, um, whenever I, my girlfriends who were melanated skin, uh, hundred percent of the time when I went out with them, a gentleman who of melanated skin would uh, give me a stern warning. The, the worst was when I was at the ice cube concert. I've told the story before and I was, went up to the front with my girlfriend, I'm holding her hand and five dudes walked up to me who happened to be melanated. And they said, Hey, uh, don't hold her hand and go to the back. And if we see you come up here again or hold your hand, we're going to fucking beat the fuck out of you. I think maybe they even said, kill you. And so, um, I was, uh, I don't know, 18, 19. That was, that was in one of the whitest towns in America that happened to me too. That happened in Isla Vista, California, that particular one. But growing up, uh, it wasn't, yeah, let me be clear. My friends and I never did that the other way. I was jumped. All my teeth are chipped on the bottom. I'm always trying to hide them. I was jumped. It it wasn't by five white dudes. Yeah. So, and, and I was accused, I drew on my, on my school book, a picture of the guy that I think jumped me and three, three of my friends at school who are these three black girls who I fucking loved. I feel like saying their name. They were so awesome. They started telling people that I was racist because, because I got jumped, but I drew a picture. I just drew a picture of the guy just was, and I just said wanted, you know, dead or alive had nothing to do with his (laughs) his skin color. I don't even think I colored, I don't even think I colored him in. My book was covered with a brown paper bag, and I just drew a picture of them. Yeah, but but I hear you. I'm not. I'm not saying that's a pretty. Um, I kind of respect that lady for saying it out loud, and I respect you for you tossed her out of the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I respect you for tossing her out of the gym. Hey, girl, we don't. What what do you say? Are you just chill? You're like, hey, girl, we don't. You can't be here. Yeah, I mean, you you just gotta be. You you just gotta be chill, and you just. I mean, it was just basically just say, hey, look, that's that's not what we're about here. You know, it doesn't matter uh, color, size, uh, age, whatever. There's we have no dislike towards anybody, you know. And she went and found another gym, um, and she worked out there for for years, you know, until they closed down. Um, her family. Imagine her, how actually, retarded her, you have to be her, to to think like that. Imagine her entire her entire family still works out with me. Her sisters work out with me. Her brother in laws work out with me. Hey, Her kids have even came and trained with me, so it it was kind of a weird a weird thing, you know. But, Brad, are uh, you have you seen this thing going around? Um, it, it, it's I have some clips of it. I'm going to show today, and it's it's a girl who was raped, and because she didn't want to be raped again, she was a young girl when she was raped. Because she didn't want to be raped again, she at 15 years old she had her breast cut off, and she tried to turn herself into a boy, and now she's older, and she's like, holy fuck. Like, I I think that I think that's kind of the I I, I don't know what happened to this to this lady at your gym, but 
those are the kind of things that happen to human beings, right? So uh, you're in a liquor store and three Irish guys fucking rob it and, and, and they shoot your fucking wife that you're there with, right? Now all of a sudden you hate Irish people. Yeah. You know what's crazy? And now that I think about the same story, right? The black lady actually ended up quitting the gym uh, a couple couple months later, right? Um, and then she actually just started working out with me again like three months ago. Um, and she, the first thing she said, she said, I'll never forget how you stood up for me that day. She said, and that's why I came back to you. Hey, and, and good on you. The, the weird part is she, she got the weird part. It, this is the part that's so hard for people to process. It's okay that that lady thinks that way by okay. I mean, there's nothing we can, there's nothing we can do about it. It shouldn't be outlawed. No. We shouldn't have thought police. Correct. That being said, there's just, there's, she's be, there's just she, got to be. She's there just she, has to be a way of going about doing it, um, on your own. I, I guess on your own time outside of an establishment that is in trying to encourage people to be um, positive in the most you know to be the most positive side that you can be, versus bringing bringing that side of it into it. You know. I wish we could take that lady and like send her somewhere where she's the only white person for like a year. <laughs> we'll see I, how that goes. Right. I just think that's the only way. Um, you, you, the whole brain has to be recalibrated. I you don't have, think, I don't you, think you, you like you fix that. You I don't would, think you fix that. Whatever you she, eventually have trauma to, she had, you eventually would have to adapt, right? You would have to adapt to your surroundings. I think there was a, uh, I think there was a, a movie that just came out recently that was, that had something to do with that. I'm not really sure. For some reason, um, it's in a documentary or something like that. I'll have to hey, kind of look back. But. There, there is a movie. Um, it, it's about um, a group of. There's the irony in this. It's a group of like 30 black boys from Baltimore, straight from the fucking ghetto, and they go to school in Africa. It's not the boys of Barack. It's I've talked about this movie a lot, and and um, all of their black African uh, uh, whatever you want to call it culture leaves them. It all leaves them. They go there and they're there for months. They within months they sound like, they sound and act like totally different kids. It completely totally different kids. Yeah, yeah, they're still surrounded by black people. They're comp- What the fuck is that movie? It won the Academy Award. It's fascinating. It's, it's fascinating. the boys of Barack. Is is that what it is? Yep. Yeah, this movie is fascinating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was hey, that, was a, they, that was a little story I wanted to tell you. You know, just thank to you. Kind of, I appreciate it. Was it was just on the top of my. It was on the top of my mind, and, and I think. And, and what sucks though is is that, um, that's just one story, right? And even if there were a thousand, the vast majority are are, are not like that. Well, I, and I agree it's, with you 100%. And, so like, it, it I, you me, and we'll never get rid of those people, by the way. There's always going to be so, people who want to hurt little kids and who there's always going to be um, people who don't like Jews. And it, for, for the all of society to pay the price for that and some sort of like witch hunt, it's nuts. Yeah. So in 37 years, I've came across the experience one time. Yeah. So, uh, so it's not, it, it, it's not this, huge out um outspoken number of what it is but it's an experience right it's an experience yes, that, yes. that 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 
if you've never experienced it, right, up to 30 years old, and you're just like, holy crap, right? Uh, it was just something that, that just kind of takes you back and you just kind of look back on you and be like, damn, that was a wild, wild experience. Hey, um, the first 30 years of my life, uh, this is a, a rough exaggeration, but the first 30 years of my life, all I wanted to do was bathe um, in, in warm waters with naked women. And Not a bad thing to do. Yeah, that's all I wanted to do. Just bathe in, 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 in maybe smoke cl- cloves, disarms, and hang out. It, it, that would have been like my dream, like just to be like warm waters with a thousand naked women. Unfortunately, um, not only did I never bathe with a thousand naked women, but I've heard a thousand women in my life say that they don't like short men. Well, I'm fucked on that. And so I just want everyone to know that that girl doesn't want to work out with a black girl. I've heard a thousand girls say they don't want to fuck a fucking short man. So I don't want anyone to don't get all fucking crazy. Like it's something's off like that. That's some sort of, um, like the blacks have some sort of, uh, 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 skin color, not even the black skin color has some sort of cornered the market on people who get their feelings hurt or shit that stays in the truth is the truth is is it never fucking hurt my feelings it kind of just motivated me more oh i'm i'm every bit of five um on a good day so not to get taller caleb god damn it (laughs) i'm just saying like yeah everyone's having their feelings hurt out there don't don't just (laughs) chill yeah all right, I'll let y'all get back to it, man. Okay, bye. That's cool that that shit came back to the gym. I would love to interview that black lady. I'd like to interview both those ladies. Something has to have happened to you. You what can't do you mean to be the to be the white. No one. one's born and they're like I hate Jews or like they're born and like I I, oh, I don't yeah. like people with dark skin. I mean, do you think you're just influenced by your environment or is it by like your parents yeah, some, or what? Yeah, yeah. Something something happened. Your parents told you they like they I mean the same way black kids and Jewish kids are told, hey, the fucking world hates you. You're gonna have to work twice as hard or five times as hard, whatever they some so, something has something uh got got to you. There's one incident. I I was I was out with a lady Who was that? It was yesterday. Yes. Yesterday I was at my kid's tennis. I hear the craziest shit. Um, I, I, so about a month ago, I heard a lady say, hey, I'm not sending my kids to school. I said, how come? And I thought it was going to be the same reason I don't want to send my kids to school. I don't want them being indoctrinated. By the way, I'm happy to talk about what that means for anyone who that they just that just goes over their head, what it means to be indoctrinated. But uh, and this lady wasn't going to send her kids to school because she's afraid of school shooters. And I'm thinking to myself, that's like being afraid of COVID if you don't eat sugar. I mean, it's like a one in a fucking gazillion. But I was like, all right, fine. This is a super smart person who's told me this. I've heard this like three times. I, I know three families. One way to get now out of the public school system. Because of shooters. Because they're afraid of shooters. Their kids are getting shot. And I'm yeah. just like, wow, the news is like, you, you might as well just be afraid of COVID too. Well, yesterday a lady told me that she's pulling her kid out of the public school system because what was it? It was something I I couldn't even believe it. It wasn't shooters. It was, it was one of the parents at my kid's tennis. 
Not because they could get a sex change without telling their parents. Not because the school would, the kid could take an injection and have their medical records hid from their parents. None of those reasons. Not because I they think, have four masks. I think it was because some other kids made fun of her daughter because she didn't play kickball so good. And she didn't want her kid to have to deal with that. Is that what it was? It was something Maybe I was just like. Maybe she needs to get better at kickball. Well, ironically, these are really fucking cool parents. And when I when I walked up to tennis yesterday, they had gotten there early and they were in the parking lot playing kickball <laughs> with their kid. That's awesome. And home runs in no time. Anyone can be racist. I know. And, and that's the thing. When, when they said – when they were saying that um, white people can't be racist, how about like – in these in these cities like Baltimore where Obama was president, the mayor was black, the chief of police was black, the arresting officer was black, but then the guy getting fucking that they're uh, – who got killed, uh, they're saying that it was racism against them. And it was like, dude, like everyone in power above them had the skin color that, that you wanted. Not that it even matters. So that lady fucked on Lemon Up. She's like, hey, dude, it was African kings who were gathering up the slaves. Make sure we pay, make sure they pay some reparations too. On to more fun topics. Where's Matt Souza? Oh, there he is. Come on, Maddie, get in here. What's going on? Uh, number, uh, um, oh, d- did you know I testified in a murder trial, Caleb? No, you said it the other day and then I wanted to hear the story. I think it's 159. No, two. Let me see. 259. There was an, it popped back up in my, oh shit, I can't find it. Not 159. And it's not 259. Yep. Happy 4th of July. Black Lives Matter. Let's play 285 just for shits and giggles. Oh, we're about to go on. We're about to get on a roll here. This, this Black, Black Lives Matter, Matter shit, that was crazy during the pandemic. And one of my friends, she, she hit me up and she was like, yo, we got to do more. And I'm like, what more should we do? Like, we done been to 15 marches. She was like, nah, but we got to do more. And I was like, well, what else do you want to do? She was like, I'm sick of these cops killing black men. And I was like, but you don't had 10 abortions. You killed more black men in the city of New York City. <laughs> Ouch. And she was like, damn. Oh. <laughs> you better stop fucking these niggas killing these babies. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, and why is that funny? Well, you had more abortions. You killed more babies. Then fucking New York City police killed people. It's fucking, it's awesome. <laughs> it's fucking. Uh, two, 287 Chinese and dumb liberals. 287. 287. Here we go. Oh, I got it. There's a great one coming up. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for the, the article about me testifying in the murder trial that sparked that interest. Do you like Do you my, like my outfit? outfit? 
No? Not. What's up, man? How you doing? You like my costume? You are a show. Like my outfit? I mean, not particularly. It strikes me as pretty insensitive. Really? Why is that? It's from a, another cultural tradition that is not really something you should be, like, using as a costume, really. Make you mad? <laughs> no, good. Good? Yeah. All right, there it is. Do you have to be Chinese to wear this? You don't have to. Anybody can wear it. What do you think of my outfit? Uh, you really like it? Yeah. Looks good? But of course she likes it. What does that mean? Gonna go with good. She do you like my outfit? Hey, I don't even understand. I don't... The leap you have to make... God, being a young college kid is fucking lame. What a shitty life. My college life was not like that at all. You know, they're like super pissed off and they like give you a back slap and they're just like, yeah, you fucking suck. It's like, <laughs> chill out on me. It is so nuts. What kind of life is that? You're imagine the hatred that those people have it's like people who get offended when you when you talk about women and they call it sexist really it's their hatred for the female body it's their hatred for fucking chinese don't they see what they're exposing themselves what they're really saying uh hi caller how are you what's going on just having fun not sure thank you I put it on this morning and I'm like, I, I don't sell these. I don't make any money off these. Why the fuck am I wearing this? Are you 100% make money off of this? Not this one. I don't think so. I think this is, I don't know who makes money off of this. I kind of just wanted to wear white. Uh-oh. I never wear white. I always wear black. <laughs> um, yeah, you do make money. How do you not make money off of those shirts? Because I, no, no, I think this is Travis's, not this one. I think this is Travis's idea or, or Hiller's or someone's. It, it is. What the hell? It's Gabe. You know this, right? Oh, no, I didn't know this. Hi. What's up? Yeah, of course you make money. I don't really care if you're gay or not, by the way, but that's nice of you to tell me. <laughs> it's Gabe, but okay. I understand. I understand. I understand. I, yeah, I'm, it, I, uh-oh, I felt movement in my pants. That's weird. Now it's weird whether you're well, Gabe or gay. Or both, you never know. Right, gay Gabe. GG. Yeah, uh, that's what some, That's what we used to call Greg. Greg Glassman. GG. Up oh, there, I said it, Jeff. <laughs> I was uh, I was calling because uh, I have a quick story to tell you. Remember that uh, day of the wedding that you called me and had a long conversation. A few hours before that, I was stuck in traffic in Philadelphia with one of my girlfriend's friends. She's black. She's like twenty four years old. Please tell me you got a handy. I, I mean, I, I can't tell you that live on the on the podcast, but okay. maybe off the podcast. Okay. But uh, but she started talking about her growing up, et cetera, et cetera, and then she said something that sparked the conversation about white privilege. And I told her, "Hey, yeah, no, I don't believe in white privilege." And she flipped the fuck out. I think I was the first ever person in her life to ever tell her or have that conversation, the opposing point of view on race with her. Yeah. Again, her being, you know, 24, right out of college. She works for Ralph Lauren, so obviously yeah. super woke company. Yes, super. Uh, 
And I told her, I'm like, hey, yeah, I'm, even though I'm Hispanic, I honestly, I don't believe in white privilege. I believe in privilege 100%. I believe in, in, in hard work. And sometimes you do get uh, some things in life go your way. Uh, and people could facilitate that one because like, hey, I'm, I'm where I am in life because uh, one of the chances I took, but also like, you know, take, take a example, our relationship, it was a, a chance that I took, but also you gave me the opportunity to reach out to more people. Right. So anyway, we keep the conversation going and I, I, I then tell her, Hey, you know, affirmative action back in the day was 100% like cool and true. But like nowadays it's more racist. It's more, it's more something that takes, uh, you know, away from minorities and, and gives to minorities, et cetera, et cetera. So the conversation went on her being young, try to use, be louder where she's yelling, we're stuck in traffic. I'm like, Hey, this conversation is just you and I, like, this is what happens when you have an opposing, an opposing view. I completely understand you being emotional. And anyway, she kept on going. She hates like, you, you, by the way, it? she hates you. I mean, she could have, but then she I does now. Trust me. Flipped, I completely flipped her. I completely flipped her argument because she was telling me like, how would you not give an opportunity to another Spanish person? So we kept on talking. We talked about the uh, Supreme court justice that was just appointed. And I was like, how racist is it for a Supreme court justice to be appointed based on the color of her skin and the fact that she's a woman and not based on her merits. And she like, started to, ju- and she face. started to justify it right away. She can't answer the question. Exactly. They just start to justify. It. Yep. Exactly. I'm like, that's a slap in the face. If someone told me, Hey, you got the job because you're Spanish or the only reason why you decided for me to be a sponsor of the podcast is because I was Spanish. I'd be like, no, I'm good. I don't want to sponsor the podcast. I'm okay. Uh, so then she keeps on going and she kind of starts understanding my argument. And to the point where she's like, all right, so you're telling me that if you had two candidates in front of you that were exactly the same and they were trying to find a position at paper street, would you, would you not hire the Spanish person over the white person? And I just told her, Hey, that argument you just gave me, if I were to choose a Spanish person, you do realize that would make me racist. Right. And she was like, Oh, and she kind of, so what if you did, but so what if you did? Exactly. That's my, that's, that's my point. I told her, Hey, if it was you or another white person, I would choose you because if that's the privilege that you're having, you're my friend. You're someone that I know. Yes. I would 100% yeah. choose them. But, I don't want to make a decision based on race. I don't want to make a decision based. And that's, that's, my hey, I would choose, I, I would choose if it was a black and a white person, I would choose the one who doesn't believe in privilege. Here's the thing. With, exactly. Here's the problem with saying that people believe in privilege. Look what Heidi just wrote. It's fucking nuts. By the way, I appreciate you sharing this story. Uh, and, and, and kudos to you for having the conversation. It needs to be had. No one else has ever had it with her because they're scared of her because she holds them hostage under the threat of her emotional outburst. That um, uh, No, look what Heidi wrote. Rich parent privilege is real. It's it, 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 it's this this all this does is trigger people to go inside your their head when you say this rich you know, what are you saying you, that if i have what, money i can buy stuff yeah no shit you know what's fucked up like who gives a fuck did jay-z have privilege to become a great rapper because of the way he was raised of course he fucking did but seven he had no money yeah if he wouldn't have had the privilege of privilege of his upbringing he wouldn't be fucking one of the richest men in the united states right now the privilege of his upbringing it's so nuts. That word is just used to incite um, idiocy. It's it, That's all it is. So the last thing that's really funny about this particular situation, because yeah. I, I, I'm, I framed the conversation I was having with her as like, hey, we exist in the car that we were in. Like, uh, we exist, me and you. 
So she was telling me prior to all this, her growing up. So she was privileged in the way of both her parents are nurses. Both her parents retired early. Both her parents are able to give her and her sister this life that was very, very much privileged versus where I told them, like, hey, look, I came up living off of welfare. I had to, like, make sure I had to look in sofa cushions and, like, in crevices for pennies to get enough gas or train or bus money to get to college, to go to school. And I told her, if we just stay and, and take the word privilege from the two people that are here in this car, you're a lot more privileged than I am. And you're an African, and she's not African American. She's like Asian. She like hates you if you call her African American. She's a black 24 year old. And I'm like, you're way more privileged than I had. You had way better opportunities. She had way better opportunities at school. She went to a way better school. She went through all this. And I'm like, dude, you're way more privileged than I am. So what am I supposed to say? Am I still supposed to believe in white privilege? Or am I just supposed to believe in privilege? Because those exist. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, privilege. Yeah, world. exactly. Privilege totally exists. Uh, there is no fairness. It's redundant. It's, it's even like kind of like redundant. And, and it was just it was just one of those conversations. Like, hey, you can have a conversation as long as it's like if, if you stand your ground and you understand. And even if you're willing, like, hey, maybe people like her aren't willing to uh, hear that conversation. But she was stuck in the fucking car with me for 45 minutes. She had to hear the conversation and it <laughs> ended up with her understanding and kind of being like, oh, shit, maybe he's right. It, it's like the same thing. Who cares? Um, it, it, it's not racist uh, if I like um, uh, black girls. It's not racist if I if I'm attracted to black skin, soft skin, um, if I'm attracted to um, uh, girls with black hair. Like it's not like th- that's just my preference. Fuck off if I like black girls. It, same thing. Same thing with the white or Asian. Like if you're attracted to Asian girls, like so what? Like it's it's just crazy that that it gets dumped into like racism. Well, I'm gonna go be super Spanish now and get a haircut. It's Thursday. Well, not until Wednesday. So anyway, I gotta go get a haircut now. There is that go. something? Is that something uh, like? Is that like a New York a Spanish week? cultural thing? A weekly haircut? Every Thursday. Today is the Wednesday, yeah. so I guess I'm coming early. But every week. And black cats Dude, are like yes. that too, right? Like that dude Darian, uh, who who co-hosts the UFC show with me. He his barbershop is called, even though his last name is Weeks, Week uh, Weekly, because his clientele gets cuts every week. Like he he tightens them up every week. One hundred percent. Yeah, crazy. You do that every single week. Hippie army and hippie. I haven't even washed my hair in a year. I'm serious. Me neither. And he hung up on me with that. All right, bye. Gabe's like enough of your shit. He's like, damn, you drank too much coffee this morning. It's his fault. <sighs> Black Asian girls are. Chef Chefskis. Chefskis? Blazing girls. Uh is he get uh, uh, uh I hope you pay in pesos, Gabe. Okay. Uh so we were talking about relativity and recalibrating. Uh, I'm very curious what this one is. This is um uh two ninety two fat ass relativity. Let's this one. God, I hope there's some giant asses in this. Let's see. I really want to find that murder trial thing. The, the guy that I testified against is I think he's about to get out. Have thin privilege. When I go on a plane, I might need a seatbelt extender. I might be I may not feel good. People may say things to me. 
but I don't need to buy a second seat or risk getting kicked off the plane. That means that I have privilege compared to people who have that experience. Almost all of us have some thin privilege. It's a spectrum and it goes by degrees. Right. If you need a seatbelt extender, you still have thin privilege because at least you fit into one seat, she says. Now, you can kind of see the, the self-serving, I would really call it brilliance of the thin privilege spectrum concept, because all at once, it allows the fat person to claim victim status, you know, competing for gold in the oppression Olympics, while at the same time rationalizing their gluttony by also claiming thin status in comparison to people fatter than themselves. It's the best of both worlds, or at least it would be if the worlds actually existed, but they don't. Because as a great philosopher once said, I think it was Aristotle, uh, he said, uh, uh, quoting, he said, the mere existence of a fatter ass does not make your ass any less fat. I have thin- And there is that recalibration. You'll, you'll walk into, you, you'll, you'll be somewhere, you know, and it'll be just you and, and, and you know, like six, six girls. And it doesn't matter like how fat or how attractive or how unattractive or how thin. Like you'll recalibrate whatever you find attractive or unattractive. You'll recalibrate to those. Like there won't be six ugly girls in there. They'll be just the prettiest to ugliest. It's the same thing. It's like the the same thing with dudes. If a chick, I don't mean to pick on women. If a chick walks in a room and there's six guys, they're not, even if they're all ugly within like, I don't know how long it takes one hour or three days of being in that room. They'll be the ugly guy and the handsome guy. You'll just calibrate. You'll start. It's all relative. (laughs) It's like living in a small town. You just have like a small talent pool. And then like, like yes. your town, like there, it's like a seven. But then if you go to the big city, it's like a four or three. Yes. Yes. You just recalibrate. I've always been, I've always been, I've always, I've always, I, I don't, I don't find, um, uh, I, I'm, it's not that I, I don't find really, it's really hard for me to find something that's unattractive to me. It's really hard. I, I, I see, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, um, there, there's nothing about uh, fat women that I find unattractive. I mean, if, as long as you're mobile, there, there becomes a point where there's a decrepitude. Like if you're so big that you're decrepit, I, I don't find that attractive. There's something about decrepitude that I don't. Um, I can't. I can't help but then start like not. Yeah. Uh, hi, Zach. But but like some chick who's like 50 pounds overweight, I could think is hot as fuck. Like I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not, I'm not offended by, I, I'm, yeah, I, I would, ra- I there, there's many, that. many, many times that I've thought women who are the, the heavier chicks that some people would think were fat were hotter. Like if I was in a room and there were 10 guys and 10 girls, I would, the one I pick would probably, yeah, I, they're, they're all pretty much good to me as long as they can walk and talk and shit. Is this how you picked up so many chicks? You just had like, <laughs> I have a, some people are, I just have a deep appreciation for beauty. Uh, I've never had a 300 pound girl on top. I have not, I have not, but there was this girl that I dated. I don't, uh, I hope this isn't fucked up, but when I was in, um, I was probably 20. I can't remember if she would, I think she was like a size 16 and she was like one of the hottest chicks I ever dated. And she, I wouldn't even say she was fat, but she was a size 16. Yeah. It's hard for me to go shopping nowadays with all the plus size models they have on the walls at Target. 
They do. So turned on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, the mannequins got fat. Yeah, all that shit's stupid. They should have never let the mannequins get fat. They should have kept them at these I, impossible skinny bodies. I didn't even uh, like the first time I saw it. I didn't know what to do. Hey, think of how bad that is for the the ecosystem for all the eco warriors. Like, why do you, you need to make all new mannequins? Think of think of like the pollution that causes. Well, the, that the mannequins. The, the, good industry to be in the mannequin industry yeah, yeah every two years you got to make a mannequin that's 10 pounds fatter <laughs> yeah yeah i agree stupid people yeah stupid people yeah i mean i'm not uh i have a um I like I like just like, like I like a king snake with its stripes and I like a rattler but I also like just like those black rubber boas like those are cool too I, I just like I I say beauty in everything pretty much I love going to the Apple store and just looking at I, I I just got a new iPhone the other day and I was looking at the glass just staring at it the glass is so beautiful yeah thick she was thick she was awesome dude she was so awesome. She was, she was, yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry, go ahead, caller. No, I was just, uh, you want to just talk about fat chicks? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't, I think it's mostly just like a mindset that's unattractive. Like if you're overweight and you're looking to get like healthy Versus like that mindset of like you're overweight, but you hate people that work out or like eat a strict diet. Like there's a difference, like in like a mindset yeah. thing for me. And how about but this? How about this? Like a uh, date, probably like an overweight chick. Like if I'm being 100 percent up. You would or wouldn't? I would not. Oh well, eventually. How old are you? 23. Oh well, that will change. Um, I had a friend. That will change. Go ahead. Oh, this is going to be a great story. And hold that thought real quick, Caleb. The crazy part is, too, like I would never, ever, ever, ever date a chick who was racist. Like, like, never. Like, if you, like, I would, ne- like, if you hated Asian people or hated Jews or hated black people, like that yeah. lady, and I don't care how fucking hot you were. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even, like, one night bone you. I wouldn't, uh, nothing. I would never in a fucking million years let my fucking temple go near that, that polluted fucking mindset. That being said, I bet you most of these fucking uh, people, I guarantee you, like most of these people would like their dick would overcome the, the racism and they would, they would drill that chick if she was hot. Okay, go on. Just remember there, I have a friend who wouldn't date somebody if they want, if they like going to brunch. Cause he said that they were too lazy. He's like, Oh, if you're going to brunch, you know, I was like, you're because of a time frame that you want to wake up, you're not going to date that person. It's very similar. I think. Hey dude, all my friends who were the fucking pickiest dudes ever all have the ugliest wives now. And I'm, tr- I trip on that. I trip on that. Like dudes who would make fun of me for like some chick I was fucking in love with. Now their fucking wife is fucking like my, those girls I was dating are tens compared to their, their fucking threes. They're stuck with now. It's fucking amazing. There's, I, I had the, Oh, it's so amazing getting old and keeping up with the, with your friends and yeah. watching the fucking crow they have to eat. It's so great. I love it. I love the growth that they have to go through. 
the the guy you don't like black people i can't wait till black people move into the right and left of you and when your kid crashes on your bike and, and you're not at home and the fucking guy next door the black postman next door picks your kid up and takes him to the hospital and saves his life i can't wait and his son fucks your daughter i can't wait to watch the lessons you have to learn you jackass do you, do you think we're screwed like no no not name? at all no Oh, yeah, I don't think so we're too the, because there's so many fucking good people out there and fun people yeah, and like there's yeah. there's too many of us there's too many yeah. of us we're we're too cool yeah but but it's gonna but it's gonna get weird it, I don't think I think it's gonna get weirder it's so weird uh that's why I didn't choose to go to like a university I know you're talking about the education system earlier like I ended up just going to kind of like a local state college but the every single class, no matter, at least like the introductory courses are just so tailored towards indoctrination that there's no room for critical thinking or debate or even an intellectual conversation because everyone, even including the professor, uh, just gets offended and is not, I guess, generally just naive to history as well. Just a, a blatant ignorance is appalling. And it's what scares me with my generation, at least. I'm having this guy on that's a flat earther. I want to be. That would be interesting. Yeah, I want someone to like. I, I want to put myself in those in these like like who cares if the Earth is flat or not flat? Like I I really don't care. But I think it's preposterous that someone thinks it's flat. But I want to like do it as like a test for me, just to be really open minded and really be open to the thought of having him convince me that it's flat. Yeah, it's kind of a safe place to practice, right? He's not like trying to convince me that like there's I, I don't know something that's like um, yeah, it's, it's like it's it's weird how those things kind of scare me a little bit too. Like I don't like you you know like the the big things are we didn't go to the moon, the Earth is flat, the World Trade Center was you know a complete <laughs> setup, it wasn't Bin Laden, but or that there's aliens. All those stories kind of scare me a little bit. I have a little bit of like because <laughs> yeah. they would alter my reality a little bit. Look at look, see yeah. like Bruce is fucking with me here. I like I, we didn't go to the moon. Oh, stop, stop! You're scaring me. I know I can't. He's in the army. I don't think he knows much of anything. <laughs> is Bruce in the army? He was, yeah. Uh-huh. Just reading like a lot of history books too, like has altered my reality. Like it, it terrifies me. Like, uh, like I was reading a little bit about Stalin, and he was funding Pavlov's uh, experiments during the Soviet history on how to like indoctrinate and brainwash people. Oh shit! And, really? Like, That's the origins of Pavlov's money. That's awesome. So Pavlov was working on it during the Soviet Union time. I, I don't have the dates off the top of my head because I read this a while ago. But he wasn't necessarily in support of Stalin, but he was obviously funded by them. And like the tip of the iceberg, like a lot of his experiments, like we learn about the dogs, like Pavlov's dogs, that's what everybody knows. But from what I've read from that, it was he wasn't just tracking like how to condition animals that completely change their personalities entirely and i guess what happened like he was tracking the dog's personalities individually and so like he would have like oh this dog's introverted extroverted quiet whatever and there's a huge flood 
in the laboratory and all the dogs almost died. And he came back in the next day and all of the dogs had like different personalities. And so that was like the crux of like, like how to indoctrinate, I guess. Okay. Well, thank you, Zach. Zach, what Uh, I learned from you is, is that, um, flood the room and everyone's personality will change. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, thank you for calling. When when I look at the comments, sometimes it scares me too because I'm like, "Holy shit, am I running a right wing fucking nut job conspiracy show?" I thought, like, my whole identity's fucked up by the uh, by by the by the group that hangs in here. I just saw Jeff. I just saw Jeff's a liberal. I need to be nicer to him. I need to be way. He's a libertarian, not a liberal. He's a liberal, dude. He wants to be he a libertarian. Said. I know, but he's like he's like a, a a gay dude who's still parading around as straight. We I just need to just I need to just tempt him a little bit. I need to be more gentle with him. To closet liberal. Somewhat you are so I don't I I can't be. I'm not I'm not, I refuse to accept the the I cannot. I cannot do the I cannot. It's not that black and white, Dylan Dykes. Yeah, Dylan. Okay, uh, two two uh, seventy six jewel cooler. Oh, what the, what the fuck is that? Jewel cooler. You think it's like balls being cooled? The jewel cooler. I you, so. was, you think I was being clever, like the jewel cooler? I think you're right. Oh yeah 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 yeah. This thing is dope. Yes. The first car van accessory for staying fresh and cold between your legs while driving around on a hot summer day. This one-of-a-kind breezy upgrade device will magnetically snap onto your car's vent and features our directional head that easily slides under your shorts. Then just crank up the fan speed and live your best life feeling crisp all summer long. I invented the Jewel Cooler, the first What's funny is you think that's a joke, but he really did invent it. Well, you know, there was a, we just saw there was it. A Toyota. Yeah, there was a Toyota had it like already in the dashboard. Like it was, they already had one installed in this in the model of Toyota. It is. So it was like, I can't remember which which one. I think it was like a Toyota Camry or something. Are you fucking serious? No, I'm dead serious. Um, that's what those uh, one of my cars has. Like uh, AC comes up through the seats, and that's basically what it is. God, a jewel cooler. That's so great. Oh, we did fat ass relativity, right? Okay. That one I didn't even get. Didn't get my own shit. Uh oh, you're looking for the the jewel the original jewel cooler that came yeah. uh stock in the Toyota Corolla, nineteen seventy four Toyota Corolla. I'll read some text messages while you do that. By the way, the next one we're going to put up is 302. Respect people's decisions. Looks like it was a Volkswagen. But here's the tweet. Okay. Oh, this is fucking crazy. I forgot about this. Now, listen to this fucking nut job. You can play it three times. Okay. It's 14 seconds. 
Look at the guy in the background, his face. That's what I picture like all the dudes to look like who are in the comments. They all have just they they all just look like that to me. Masks for their own individual reasons. They may personally be vulnerable. They may have events so they want to make sure they're not. They may not have had COVID nineteen. We all just need to respect everyone's individual decisions. People will use masks for their own individual reasons. They may personally be vulnerable. They may have events they want to make sure they're not unwell for. They may not have had COVID nineteen. We all just need to respect everyone's individual decisions. Look how look at her face, what she does. So she's signaling us right there that if we push back, we're wrong. She's we are so past. We all just need to respect everyone's individual decisions. So if I walk around with a Ku Klux Klan Ku Klux Klan mask, everyone should just respect it. We are so we're so past. It's your individual decision. It is your individual decision. We're so past that, though. The two years of forcing people to wear masks, you you fucked that up. You fucked that all up. And and the fact that you actually said that there's actually something to be afraid of. I'm by the way, I go places every day where I see people wearing two masks. Still, dude, it's not who. It it it's not coup, not clue. It's coup, not clue. What, okay, coup. I, thank you. Whatever you want to. No, I wrote in my. I write. I I call them the Ku Klux Klan. Well, I'm my the dudes. The dudes I hang with have an L. <laughs> it's so bizarre to me that you want me to. Uh, how about you just respect the fact that I don't respect that they're wearing masks? How about that? You need to respect the fact that I don't respect that you're wearing a mask. It's not that I care you're wearing a mask. It's I know the origins of where you started, why you started wearing a mask, and what you're saying to the rest of society. It's why I don't like the Ku Klux Klan mask because you're walking around screaming that you want to hang people based on the color of their skin and Jews. That's what I, I don't like. If you had a big swastika tattooed on your forehead, it would be difficult to get a job at uh, CrossFit Inc. You probably wouldn't make it past the DEI council. You want me to respect those people? You think that you think that the mask, the N95, is different than the Ku 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 the Klux Klan mask? No, it's not. It's worse. You're yelling to the world something is wrong. I'm afraid I'm going to die. I'm going to put on the stupid mask that doesn't work. I'm on this thread with a bunch of doctors, and I'm, I've told you guys about it before. It's nuts. Um, it, all they're all they're doing is sharing um, deaths from the vaccine. It's brutal. It's brutal. Well, you see now everybody's having like heart murmurs and stuff, and they're all unexplained. Like, so many healthy healthy kids, like under thirty years old. Yeah, uh, they don't know what happened. Let's. Uh, Let's go to uh, oh okay. Let's do a one twenty two to piggyback on what Caleb just said. Nobody, nobody. Oh yeah, this is funny. You said one twenty two. Yeah, and then from there we'll go to one twenty five. I like. I I totally understand why people like TikTok dancing. A coordinated dancing, even if it's bad, is is fun to watch, isn't it? Okay. Uh, it's, it's impressive. It's very cathartic. What, what, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That's the word. When none of your family has died from blood, blood clots. 
We don't have the bandwidth to show this. Damn it. Hey, after it plays once, it should play the next few times like well, right? Like it loads in your cache, cache or something. Yeah, yeah. Is it not playing very well? No. I try to look at the boys dancing, but my eyes can't get off the girl. <laughs> Pure Bloods dance, yes. Uh, number uh, one twenty-five. The first one or the second one? The um the the first one. Um, the second one I've been told is not true. The second one I've been told it's not true, but I but I think this first one might. Let me let me see this first one. Oh, I've been told that this whole thing. So I've been told this whole thing is not true. By the way, by some reliable sources. Wealthy, wealthy businessman who got, got out life, life insurance, insurance for millions of dollars. He got the COVID vaccine and he died. So the life insurance company is not paying out because they decided that the COVID vaccine is a medical experiment and death from a medical experiment is not a covered entity. Furthermore, even the judge says that the side effects from the vaccine are well known. They've been made public. There's absolutely no way that this gentleman could not have known the side effects. He willingly chose to get the vaccine and he died as a result. And because it was a choice, they're calling it a suicide. Um, can you repeat the part of the stuff where you said all about the things? And suicides, along with death from experimental drugs, are not covered in life insurance. So I know what you're thinking. Oh, that happened in France. That never happened in the U.S. Well, I'm sorry to tell you, but the American Life Insurance Council has also said that life insurance policies may deny payment if you die from the COVID-19 vaccine because they are experimental drugs when in france there was all i see when i when i when i hear i just see some chick is that chick anorexic i just think wow she needs to eat i don't even hear anything the doctor's saying anyway i heard that's not true but 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 i find but i found the, the idea of the whole thing fascinating that would be pretty nuts though I've kind of reached this point where all the people who are, I heard this thing that was blaming corporate America the other day. I can't remember who it was. It was someone I liked was blaming corporate America, basically saying, it's not your fault. If you eat the shitty food, it's not your fault. It's, it's corporate America. It's corporate America. And I was like, I'm not, I, I, I think it, not only do I think it's people's fault, but I think they're accomplices. I think. What do you mean? All those people out there who were pushing to get the injection by CNN, mm -hmm. and the the those that are waking up now and saying we were victims to the media, I, I don't think so. I think you were an accomplice oh, because like I, they're I, willingly making the decision to do it and not 
chose the yeah, other path. So you're giving all your power to CNN? Like all like there's so many people. Oh, bye, Caleb. There's so many people we have. Uh-oh. Have said there's so many people we've there's so many people we've had on the show that say stuff like, um, I, I I didn't know. No one could have known. It's like, no, you're saying that. That's the cork in the bottle because you can't admit that we've always known. You weren't you weren't willing to look at the data. It always said it on the CDC website. Don't quarantine the healthy. Well, the I vaccine, think probably the vaccine, they never claimed that the vaccine would stop COVID. They all only said that they were hopeful. They never knew yeah. anything about shedding. We knew that it only killed obese people or people with four or more co- four or more comorbidities. Everything was always out there. You were just an accomplice because you saw the refrigerator truck on CNN and and and, and with, with full with ten dead bo- that they told you twenty dead bodies were in, and you got scared. And you, so you were an accomplice. You're not you're not a victim. You're an accomplice. You're an accomplice you're to not the narrative. For your own decisions. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I rounded up the Jews because the German government told me that they were stupid. If I would have known that the Jews weren't really stupid, I wouldn't have done it. I was a victim of German propaganda. No, you're an accomplice. We've we've already passed. We're past the victim shit. We're past. It's the same thing with that mask. We're we're past accept. We're we're past accepting it. They need the people with the mask needs to accept the fact that we don't accept them. That 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 that's what needs to be accepted. They're just circular arguments. If you're asking me to do something and it's something that if you did, the problem would also go away, then you do it. You're wearing a mask and you're upset that I don't accept you for wearing a mask and accept me for not accepting you wearing a mask. And then the problem's done. Solved. Agreed. Uh. You guys, have I have I mentioned anything about CrossFit yet? Can I make it a whole no. show without talking about CrossFit? Probably can't. You have made it a whole show without telling us about the murder trial, though. Oh, which is what I was like looking for, right? Yeah. Um. How? I told you I wanted yellow cabinets, not green cabinets. <laughs> Gotta double check that. Send your man over and have that shit uninstalled, please. By the way, your kitchen is perfect. You don't need anything done there. Oh, my kitchen is disgusting. No, it's not. Well, I you li- got three boys. What do you want? I live kind of. I. I. I, I my life has taken a um, a dismal turn to the ghetto. <laughs> well, you have three boys. It'll. It'll be like that for a while it it is really because of that right someone was telling me oh my god oh susan was telling me oh my god i got the nicest fucking dyson cordless a vacuum cleaner jody and i'm like oh yeah i know that one i fucking have had three of them because i have two dogs and three boys we just suck up so much dirt in a month that they break (laughs) and it is a really nice piece of equipment but fuck man my our shit in 15 years you'll 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 see what i mean because my house will start being oh. clean again. Yes, exactly. Someone came in my exactly. house the other day and said my house smelled like dog. That fucking broke. No, no, my couch. My my sister goes, "Hey, I sat on your couch. It smells like dog. It broke my heart." Huh? I am like, I am fucking white trash. <laughs> well, we'll we'll look beyond that. I am calling with a few questions. 
proceed. Okay. How's your stand-up routine going? I, I haven't started have you, working. Have on you got it set ready? Thank oh you. my goodness! I know that's actually. I'm going to write here. Stand. I need to put together one. How long does it need to be? Five minutes. Okay, I'll work on it. All right. All right. All right. Second hey, I'm just going to destroy my wife for five minutes. <laughs> that works. Hey, okay. come on. Okay. <laughs> She's my muse. I, I want to. I'm calling on behalf of all the ladies. Okay. Heidi, Elise, Susie, Elise, Car, Redow. Alyssa, Alyssa, Alyssa Listen, we all love hearing about you guys and your TRT. But what is in it for the ladies from the California hormones? Uh, okay, I'll find out. I know that there's something. I, knew, I, I met a bunch of ladies when I was down there who were on, who were on who were doing something with the TRT. And they were all attractive, and they all had nice bodies. Yeah, we, we love hearing the stories of your morning wood and everything like that. But hey, okay. what's it do for you? Got morning? a lot of ladies here. Right. We want to okay. know what we can do. Okay, okay, fine. All right, I'm on it. Is that what it does for the ladies in the morning? Yeah, what? yeah. What do you? Who do you think that morning wood's for? Good point, Kayla. <laughs> we appreciate that, but we would like to have part of the uh, California hormone benefits too. Okay, I'm going to find out. I'm going to I'm going to she Valid. I was told I was already told I'm just so biased and one-sided that I that I you're right. You So, I need to good you're you're like really doing some house cleaning. I need to get off my ass and put together <laughs> my stand-up routine and I need to stop uh just reporting one-sided on the California hormones. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And um great job on the capable children endeavor That's thank great. you thank you yeah i'm having yeah, a blast I with the youtube I, station i'm having a blast with the youtube station yeah it's really it's really good i um my kids are much older but i hope that it hits some people and changes the trajectory of some of these kids oh my goodness trajectory i sit here in my desk with families and some of the kids are just so despondent despondent I, I don't know what they're i don't know what they're doing with their kids trajectory despond what does despondent mean like they don't listen no they're just dead they're like no no eye contact no despondent. no way they just can't interact oh that's something caleb would say uh patient number three is despondent and then you hear this <laughs> and then, yeah. Yeah, and then they the just have i mean they're like zombies walking around and low because that's and all they do. All they do is sit there on the on the uh, YouTube or on the uh, electronic. God, I wish my whatever. parents would. I, my parents. I wish my kids would act despondent for just five minutes a day. <laughs> just five. Well, that's, that's what these pa- that's what these parents are doing. They're they're sugar making and their watch kids. TV all day. Yeah. Anyway, I I do like that. I like that um, endeavor that you're on. So okay, good cool. job. Thank you. Okay. Hey, talk to you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Feedback. Public feedback. I bet, I bet you she's a great mom. She seems dope. Yeah, where were we? Uh, okay, uh, 123. I, and I think this is um, this is pretty fucking funny. Uh, I think this is takes us to Dave Castro. I think you can start just play from the beginning. Okay. 
or or maybe a few seconds in. Let's see. So, so, let's see. I'm gonna start with going. Oh, here we go. Can you pause it real quick? So this is this is the um, D- Dave has now become like you can just go over to his comments and just ask questions, and then he makes content off of it. I, I, I can't tell from from the content perspective. I think it's fucking lazy as fuck, but but. I it, but but I've changed my ways. I'm like, wow, this is fucking brilliant. Someone should have been doing this all along at CrossFit Inc. I wonder if Don. I wonder if Don appointed him to do that, or if he's just like he's just doing it. That's what they spend. It. That's what they they pay him millions of dollars to do now. I mean, I, dude, there hasn't been a voice ever coming out of HQ like this. The closest thing was the CrossFit podcast, and then and, and then uh, when Greg would make uh, some videos, but we never really he doesn't even stream the either. Um, what'd you say? He doesn't even screen the comments first. Like he doesn't like cherry pick them. He just scrolls and fucking responds to them. So if one of them said, Hey, did you ever kill anyone? And when you were a seal, he would answer it. I mean, he would be super vague about it. He'd be like, well, I don't know. And then scroll through, like he would, he would read it and then give some sort of answer and then scroll to the next one. Right. His answer might be, I'm not answering that. Right. Exactly. But either way, but he he's, it. yeah, he's not cherry picking anything. Surprising. Okay. Okay. Let's let's keep this. This. Okay. Let's play a little bit. I'm studying for level three, and there's plenty of study material provided. Would you register for that? And I'm wondering if and when the CrossFit Journal will ever be made public again. Pause. Years and years. Of- Someone. So someone's asking, will the CrossFit Journal ever be made public again? Someone's asking that. You guys have heard me go off about the CrossFit Journal, right? Heard me go off. I'm assuming that someone from this show has finally gone over there and. Slapping Dave or Mr. Castro around a little bit. Okay, let's go. And Dave is the leader he is. Gives us an answer. I hear an echo. I think would be a great value add for trainers, for affiliates, and for the community at large. To have the journal back. Are you fucking kidding me? A year and a half, Dave. A couple things. It's fascinating that he's answering this. I don't know what position Dave has. I've talked to Dave less in the last less in the last month than I've talked to him in the last fucking. We don't talk that much right now. I don't know why. Probably because I'm I'm busy. I'm I'm big time in him. I'm big dick in him. But um. First of all, it's fascinating to me that he's answering this question. Wow. Like, is he running media now? Who is running media now that they, that other chick got fired or quit or whatever whatever they're trying to spend? But now Dave's answering media questions. And why is it going to take a year and a half? Just put the fucking link on the main site already. Do you think they're trying to, like, compile research or something? I don't, I don't understand why that's going to take so long. Like, new stuff? Hey, all they need – oh, it's so crazy. It's so crazy they don't have a fucking media director over there. It's so nuts. They could do so much so quickly. There's people there who can do the job. Small budget, hundred yeah. grand, and they'll get all the – they'll basically go and spray WD-40 on all the old fucking relics, get them working again, and start publishing to it. Again. The relics, you mean old people or – 
No, no, but basically the germ. I like all, all. You'll need some IT help to 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 dust off everything that's just been fucking sitting idle. So you know what I mean. Let's say you have a train in the train yard and you want to bring it back and refurbish it. Which, oh, fine, gotcha. um, spend some money, get the train working again, get it on the tracks, and then it can start um, transporting cattle from point A to point B. But it but it'll be awesome. Um. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Why do you think somebody just hasn't like picked up the reins on that and started doing it on their own? Do you think there's no initiative in CrossFit anymore? I will give you a metaphor that uh, is very apropos, but uh, maybe some people won't like the people there who, who work there. You have to remember they were married and in love for 10 years. The employees at CrossFit Inc. were married and in love for 10 years. And then one day when they woke up, their wife was a fucking prostitute. And now when she comes home, her breath smells like dick. For those of you who don't understand the metaphor, for 10 years that was an employment brand where every single person there just wanted to spread the message that we have the cure for the most vexing problem. Even if you did it in a uh, uh, a disassociated way by, let's say you were just a game Zista. Games, 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 games. Let's say you're like Heber Mars and Ian Wittenberg. Games, but but you you were still, um, it still fed that we have a cure for the world's most vexing problem. It got people in the door. Everyone was pushing for that. That was the end state. Then all of a sudden the end state is fucking monster energy drink, venture capitalists, whoever the fuck bought it. And it's all just about making money. No matter what they say, the vision is no longer how are we going to help people? The vision is now all superficial shit, increased traffic, open more affiliates, just dumb shit, Harvard MBA shit. <clears throat> That's when they turned into a prostitute. And that's a horrible thing to go through. These people, this isn't their job there. Those people, that, that wasn't my job there. That was our life. We, we, didn't, we didn't work at, um, no one wanted to go home. We didn't punch in or out. There was no time clock. There were no bosses like telling you when to come and go. Oh shit, my, my heart, I saw Dave in one of the windows down there and my heart skipped a beat. <laughs> like I got scared. Oh shit, is Dave coming on to fuck me up? Yeah, it's, it's just, it's, it's just, uh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course you, you dated her for 10 years and you don't care that she's fucking other dudes and her breath smells like cock. Now I get it. That, that it's, it's hard. It's hard to let her go, but it's also different. You don't work there. I'm talking, like about, putting the people, an artist. talking about the people who work there. It's like one of your kids turning into a fucking heroin addict. It's like being put through public school. Yeah, I mean, this sort of works, uh, Nathaniel. I'll, I'll take this one. Uh, um, you have a high-performance Ferrari, and then you shove a bunch of $100 bills in the gas tank. Now you can't even drive it. Yeah, it, it's – um. you have C-suite executives um, that have no idea what the business is. Well, that, that – yeah, exactly. And they'll never know because if they acknowledge what it is, they'll have to also acknowledge that, oh, shit, we bought fucking the wrong company. We should have never bought this. What's funny is they would have these meetings. There would be these meetings that Eric Rosa would be in where he would fucking chuckle and allude to the fact that they stole this from fucking Greg for the price they got it for when really it's the other way around.
It's crazy. I always feel like the best way to like lead people is to just let them do what they want to do instead of like enforcing demands on them. If if they told us that that was yeah, it's funny you say that 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 um that com- this is I, I'm stealing this from Ben Bergeron that company grew at the speed of trust. People were just trusted to do whatever you know, just go make shit. Right. Uh, Sevon might do it to happiness platform. Yeah, as soon as you hear people start calling CrossFit a platform and the goal is happiness, it's it's. It, it, you just knew that they completely lost their way. And I, in, in those people's defense, those, those fucking idiots over there that just pour out of Harvard and Stanford and, and they're chasing money instead of excellence. What, um, I used to be like that too. So I get it. it, it I, 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 I'm not, I'm not like saying like, you can't unfuck yourself. Um, and I'm not like, I don't hate you or nothing. I, I'm just having fun and doing my shtick. But, um, but you, you will be miserable your whole life. You're, you're, it's like, you're going to be miserable your whole life. There's, there's no happiness that way, but those people there, it really is like that. One 21 anal beads. Anyway, thanks, Dave, for bring, trying to get the journal back. Thanks, Dave, for taking leadership position. It is really awesome that he's doing those shows. Um, I have come to that conclusion now right before your eyes. It's awesome he's doing those shows. It's, it's awesome he's answering those questions, and it's good that things – it gives us hope when you hear things like the journal will be coming back. Magnus Carlsen resigns after just one move, protesting rival player accused of using anal beads. This dude supposedly – I don't think I believe this story. What? So this, do you believe it? Do you know the story? No. But so if you haven't seen the documentary on this kid, you should go watch it. Magnus Carlson. It's, it's a really cool documentary. I'm glad I watched it. But basically he's, he's claiming that the guy he's playing against has anal beads in his butt and that someone is, um, vibrates the anal beads to some like Morse code vibration type thing um, that tells him where to move his opponent, where and how to move. Let me read the article. Uh, One of the most controversial sporting storylines in recent times is the chess rivalry between Hans Niemann and Magnus Carlsen. Yes, a chess rivalry. Incredibly Niemann made headlines around the world last week when he was accused of using anal beads to beat world number one Carlsen. It's claimed the vibrating sex toy would send messages about his opponent's potential next move. Uh, Anyway, well, now the saga. Oops. Oops. Uh, 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 Well, now the saga has taken another wild twist as the two bit arrivals faced off again as part of the champion uh, chess tour. Dude, what's crazy is I want this story to be true so bad, but. Right, just before, because, because this, is this is his, his, this is his, this is his main, main move. move. Before knight f64, yeah, yeah. Definitely. definitely. And what? And what? No, what no. What? what? No. no. What, what happened? happened? That's, That's it. it? We're gonna try, We're gonna try and get an update on this. On this. 
Oh, so he just left. Oh, it's uh, echoing again. Oh, so live during that? the chess championships, they were playing like over a computer or Zoom, and he just. Wow. How would you even know that he was. What? <laughs> anyway, we will. Um, we will. Uh, <laughs> we will keep you up to speed on the anal beats. Austin Hartman, I had a buddy go to five gyms in San Francisco and none of them would let him drop in for open gym, saying members only. Had the same thing happen to me at two gyms in Brunswick. I didn't think it was very CrossFit-y. I don't know. Hmm, anal beads. We'll keep you posted on that. Uh, we did the CrossFit journals coming back in 18 months. Woohoo! You will be dead from COVID by then. Um... <laughs> 126. So now there are ads talking about kids, uh, early signs of kids who might have myocarditis. And people on the internet are saying, uh, and doctors are saying, hey, we've never even seen ad. Oh. Hmm. That's 126? Oh, shit. Hold on. It could be. I could admit. Oh. Oh, there's two 126s. I fucked you, Probably Caleb. I set you up for failure. Do you see that? But uh, Jay, um, well, we can we can go to that, Caleb. That's fine, and then we'll go to the other one below it. Uh, so this is just in Costa Rica. A 24 year old surfer uh, died, had a stroke or a heart attack, suddenly died while surfing in Costa Rica. 24. Kalani looks David. Like, looks like a kid. Yeah, he is, right? Just 24. Look at that treasure trail. Beautiful. No one will be surfing that anymore. <laughs> As a teen, David was ranked higher than superstar skaters Bobby Burnquist and Bucky Lansek, all the while competing as a surfer in the World Junior Championships in Bali. Hawaiian-born David suffered from Wolf Parkinson's white syndrome and seizures had become a part of his life, at one point even undergoing open-heart surgery following a six-hour episode at home in Oahu. Hmm. All right. Sorry, brother. Oh, look at when you scroll up and down, um, that thing the turns. Sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Wow. Oh, that cool. Wow. That's okay. Caleb has anal beads on right now. Yes. I wish. Otherwise I would have known what link to click. Yeah. Myocarditis for kids. All right. I'll get this one. This done. Shit, we're at an hour and 34. That's crazy. Bam. Why would anyone try to normalize myocarditis when it's easy to try to reduce it? Lower doses, space out doses, no Moderna and fewer doses in young men, exemptions for future doses for people who already had COVID-19. This guy, Vinya Prasad, if it's who I think it is, the guy with the YouTube station, he always tries to walk that line. Like he's against the vax, but, but not against the vax. It's crazy. He's a douche. It reminds me of Joe Rogan, actually, in the beginning, when Joe was trying to walk the line and he didn't want to say only fat people were dying of COVID. Uh, 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 will you scroll? Like so, say that again? He's like, use it, but only sometimes. Yeah. 
So this is just this is this is just bizarre that we, we have commercials like this today. Action. I've been into fashion since I can remember. But one day I just wanted to make so bad I didn't want to do anything. Echo, echo. The team at New York Presbyterian said it was actually my heart. It was severely swollen. Something called myocarditis. But doctors gave me medicines and used machines to control my heartbeat. They saved me. So now I can become the next great fashion designer. Dude, are you tripping that there's a commercial to help kids recognize myocarditis? Because now it's so prevalent in kids that we have to like advertise how that we can treat it. Like this never would have. That's fucking weird. Most of the chess world is defending Hans Niemann or at least demanding Magnus offer evidence of his insinuations. Magnus, the world champ, is taking a lot of heat right now for his behavior. Good. Okay, that's good. It's it's, it's funny, though, to accuse someone of anal beads. Uh, I drop into gyms everywhere I go, and some are just complete ass hoax about dropping in. There was this on a bigger lady that owned a gym in Lexington, and she was such a dick about us dropping in. Doesn't every uh, gym drop-in fee like shouldn't isn't that just blanket yeah, they just charge two hundred dollars if you don't want people to come in <laughs> i i hope hiller does a piece on the ass beads god i hope he does it it's a little bit out of his out of his lane but but not really he's he, he likes the uh, stories with cheating and shit in it Dear Andrew I, mean, Hiller. Like, I guess you kind of put him in a different, in a weird position because it's like, oh, he's using anal beads, but the other guy doesn't probably want to admit that he was using anal beads. Or if he's like, not using anal beads, what's he supposed to do after every match? Just like bend over and fucking relax his sphincter so we can look in there. Yeah. Are you supposed to like crouch and cough? Like, is, I don't understand. Like, is he shelving them? You know? Hey, like, hey they should, that asshole. should be part of, you, that should be part of a, a chess match. You know how, like in boxing or like in MMA, they like feel your whole body. Yeah, you should get to if you want to put your fingers in your opponent's anus. <laughs> I suppose it's probably easier when you're doing it over like Skype or Zoom or whatever, too. You can hide that. I wonder if he's ever actually played him in 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 uh, in person, and that's why he was. If he hasn't, then that's probably why he was nervous about it. Like I'm going to lose. He's the grandmaster. Everyone's using anal beads. Yeah, the grandmaster, the anal bead grandmaster. Everyone's using anal beads. Oh, it's the new PED. Wow, wow, wow. Dylan's on fire. He's relaxed. Yeah. Uh, you ever see fire? Uh-oh. I dropped I dropped oh that girl lady's pretty Jessica. Jessica Valenzuela. I dropped into Ariel Lowen's gym. She was a very welcoming, and all the members there were very, very nice. And she's more beautiful in person than on StreamYard. Say that again, uh, Caleb. Have you ever seen the movie Fired Up? Fired Up? Yeah, the cheerleading movie. No. So, like, these two guys, two guys drop in into a – or they, like, become male cheerleaders because it's like, oh, we'll get girls if we go um, be male cheerleaders. And every other male cheerleader there is gay. And one of them starts hitting on the two straight guys. And he's like, here, let me give you my beads. So he like gives him his beads and he's like, oh, these are cool. And he starts like putting them in his mouth and shit. 
And then his buddy's like, dude, those are his anal beads. And he's like, <laughs> is it a comedy? Yeah, it's really funny. Fired up. Okay, I'm gonna check it out. Uh did did Vellner compete with anal beads? That's a fabulous question. I'll ask him. I need to get Vellner on. It's been a while. Should ask him. Um, one thirty-four penis versus, um, penis versus height. You, you can, you can. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Penis versus height. Here we go. Oh, this looks racist as fuck. Because the two Wong don't make a white. Why can't two Asians make a white kid? Because the two Wong don't make a white. Why can't two Asians make a white kid? Because the two Wong don't make a white. <laughs> you listen to that a hundred times. Uh, oh, look at this one says racist humor play three times. This one I must really like. 135. This one must, uh, oh shit. Are the gardeners here? What is that noise? Do you hear that noise? Oh, is that, is that one twice? I put that one in there twice. Oh, I clicked the wrong one again. Oh, good. My handle beads that's, weren't going off. That's your fault. Not mine. Yeah. Oh, oh good. No, it is the shit. It is your fault. It's the oh, same one. Okay. Uh, 136, retarded humans. Do you guys like it when the show goes over an hour and 30? Like we're pat now we're like way into OT. Way into OT. It's a 90-minute show, guys. Way into OT. Okay, here we go. Oh, my goodness. This is crazy. This is hilarious. Okay, here we go. Hey, look, Slim Jim commented on this. Oh, my God. They have a great marketing team. Oh my goodness. Have you seen oh. their actual Instagram page? No, is it incredible? It's pretty funny. Okay. I can't wait. Might be a little I, immature, but I like it. I, I like immature. Very sophomoric. Okay, let's let's lose weight with AIDS. Here we go. Gaining weight. I'm losing weight deliciously with the aid of AIDS. The AIDS diet plan really works. AIDS candy contains a safe and effective appetite suppressant when used as directed. Helps curb your appetite so you can lose weight. Mmm, candy. And I'm not gaining weight. I'm losing weight deliciously with the AIDS hey, AIDS. I can't believe it's. I, I'm always blown away that that's in 1981. I wish that was like 1936. Weren't you like 40 at that, that year? Yeah, I was. I was. I just well, don't be rude. I I just turned twenty one. I had my first drink in eighty one. Wow. wow, that's nuts. Did you use holy, AIDS? Holy fuckball! The AIDS diet. I know it's. That's I like great. the way I I like the way I titled that retarded humans. <laughs> if oh um. A someone contacted me the other day, a uh, and they told me, "Hey, you got to pull down the podcast I did with you. Um, the woke, the woke media is after me." And so I took down this. So I, I, I took down this podcast. It was on YouTube. 
And I told the person, I said, hey, dude, that podcast will live forever on the Wayback Machine. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Wayback Machine, but everything that ever goes on the internet's forever. Because there's a Wayback Machine, something that re- copies everything on the internet and saves it. You can Google Wayback Machine and, lo- and look at the Wayback Machine. It's a bit clunky, but but it's a, it's a real thing. I've used it before. And... Uh, but, but also I left the, I, and this person's like, oh my God, thank you so much. But the podcast is also on Facebook and on Twitter and on Twitch. It's everywhere. I don't even know how to pull it down off of those places. It's on rumble. It's on Spotify. It's on, it just goes everywhere. But I, but I just pulled it down and this person like off of YouTube and this person was happy. Weird. I kind of lost respect for this person. Like, what do you care if the woke crowd's going after you? I'm like, what did you even say? I didn't even think this person said anything in the pot. I thought this person was kind of like was walking the line of like being firm and yet a coward at the same time on the podcast. Yeah, he was. I feel like he was being very diplomatic. Like wasn't he wasn't super aggressive about anything. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. He didn't want to stand with the woke, but 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 he did. Uh, But then he was like saying he was standing with the freedom the freedom fighters yeah it was weird the whole thing was weird that's what i mean canadians are a trip um i I know it's not all canadians leave me alone let me let me let me just use some broad strokes here well 142 this this brings this warms my heart this really warms my heart Sousa wanted to be on the show so bad today, and he had to go work with uh, Fire Fire Academy. Beyond Meat cuts about 40 jobs in cost-cutting move. Cuts are said to hit operations team in multiple locations. Analysts say fake-ass meat maker is burning through cash. Keep going. It's awesome. They're, they're, they're in real trouble. I think they have like a half a billion in, in investments. Let's see. Um, oh. Plant-based uh, meat maker Beyond Meat eliminated 40 positions, part of a broader cost-cutting plan. Chief Executive Officer Ethan Brown told employees in an internal men- memo. Oh, we can't see the whole thing? Yes, not. Is there, a bu- is there a button you can – oh, get on. I have to like, subscribe, I think. Anyway, I just love to hear that they're burning through cash. I'm so happy that that shit's failing. Did you see the, the CEO or whatever bit somebody's nose off? Of this company? Yeah. What, recently? Yeah, recently? it was like the other day. Oh, this is going to be so good. Oh, this is going to be so good. Thank you. Sorry, I'm going to use Oh, CNN yeah, 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 yeah. Look at this. Beyond Meat CEO is arrested for biting a dude's nose at a football game. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Fucking nut job. Oh, please. I hope this guy looks just how I think he looks. Oh, oh no! This, wow, he looks nothing like I thought. I thought he would be just—he looks like a um, just a alcoholic. Uh, <laughs> let me. Uh, um, Beyond Meat suspended its chief operations officer after he was arrested over the week on suspicion of biting a man's nose during a fight, allowing an Arca- following an Arkansas football game. Police arrested the vegan food purveyor COO Doug Ramsey on charges of terroristic threatening and third-degree battery on Saturday night. He was released on $11,000 bail. I want to I read the part where... Uh... Oh, you can get suspended from work for doing something at a football game? Um, yeah. 
The driver of the Subaru told police that Ramsey pulled him in close and started punching his body. Ramsey also bit the driver, ripping the flesh on the tip of his nose. <laughs> that dude's not a vegan. Liar. Dude, listen to this. Shares have fallen of Beyond Meat by more than 90% since 2019. The stock was trading at $16, a record low. In the most recent earnings report, the company blamed inflation for disappointing sales. Wow, Beyond Meat sells for eight thirty-five a pound compared with USDA ground beef, which sells for four ninety. Uh-huh. Just buy real beef, dude. Fuck. Hey, you should see the shit that's in there too. I bet you there's like all. I, I've looked before. I think there's like all sorts of fucking seed oils that are horrible for you. <laughs> yeah. Just buy from your local farmer. Have them butcher it for you, and then you have meat for your entire fucking year. Just buy a whole cow. That's all you need. Yeah. And you can get it in different cuts, too. You can get ribeyes. And a refrigerator. You need a refrigerator. Yeah, and get a refrigerator from Lowe's for like 200 bucks. Just a big, one of those big closet refrigerators, or like uh, top door refrigerators. You can throw so much meat in there. Shopping with Caleb. That's going to be a new segment. (laughs) It's so easy. My mom and I were to be hunting for yourself. You can what? You can just go hunting for it yourself. And then now you've procured all of your meat for the rest of the year of your own volition. Um, There was this, um, I was at the beach the other day. Oh, I was at the beach the other day and there was this lady who was crazy tan and crazy fat. And she was probably, um, she was young. And, um, and her, she was wearing a bathing suit that prop that she probably was bought like 30 pounds earlier. She's probably like 80 pounds overweight. I still thought her body, like I could not stop staring at her. I thought her body was awesome. I thought her body was so awesome. But anyway, th- there was no one really at the beach. It was just me, my mom, my wife, my kids, and like 10 other people. It was, and it was to the left of this jetty. So it's kind of a small beach, but it's where the waves break. And What's this lady's. Uh, j- just this, this, ro- these rocks that just go off that oh, are supposed okay. to like manip- manipulate the water on how it approaches yeah. the shore. And we were to the left of the jetty. It, it probably goes out into the ocean, probably like 200 feet, just these big pile of rocks that make like a, uh, it looks like a, pe- you could walk on them. Okay. Not everyone can walk on them. Like uh, CrossFitters could walk on them. Your average person cannot, and, and kids can walk on it. Your average person cannot walk on them. And they're just big boulders. And, uh, so, so this lady's in the water with her kid. She's probably six. She's probably a hundred pounds overweight, huge tits, crazy cannonball ass. Just, she was a fucking specimen. I could not stop fucking staring at her and I'm just watching her and she's having trouble keeping her tits in her top. So every second she's going like that and I'm just watching and I'm like, I was eating sunflower seeds and, um, my mom's sitting right next to me and my mom goes, She's looking out the same direction I am. I just assume she's watching what I'm watching. You know what I mean? She's just watching this lady's body move. It was it was fucking amazing watching her body move. I was so enthralled by it. Um, it, it you know, like those those marble games where you put the marble in and it goes back and forth and draw. And, and right. It's like it's like that. I just like, like watching that. shit. Or like on a windy day, watching a seagull or a crows just like navigate the wind. It was like that. I just couldn't. This lady's body was a miracle. The way it was moving around. But I was also hoping her top would fall, like I could get a glimpse, like because, like of a of a boob, some nipple or something. And she's pretty far away. She's she, you know, she's hundred feet from me. 
And my mom goes, <laughs> my mom goes, uh, look, a sea otter and a seagull hanging out together. And, and I, and I, and, and I look out into the water and there it is. There's an otter out in the ocean on his back. And right next to him is a fucking seagull. Like just, and they're just like hanging out. And I just thought it was just so funny that. Two different perspectives. of the Yeah. Beach. I was like, yeah, my mom, my mom, like, it, no, I'm not a, per, I'm not a perv in the slightest, not even. And, and I'm glad you brought that up because, um, uh, I was thinking about I, I I saw this the other day. I net what, let me see uh people on the sh- uh I never see um I never see someone I, I no matter how attractive a girl is or anything I never see a girl and start like um uh 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 thinking about having like I would never be out in public and see someone pretty and start thinking about having sex with them. I wish I could find that article. It was talking about Oh shit, where is that? It's a it's a pastor who talks about it's a pastor talking about something. Fuck. I wrote it in my notes. How come it's not here? Oh shit, this didn't copy over. Um uh I'm gonna send you this in the private chat. We'll finish on this. This is fascinating. And and I and I knew this, I, I've known this when I talked to other boys too. I was like, oh shit, they fantasize like they see a pretty woman and start lusting after her. I, I don't think I ever them with their eyes kind of thing. Yeah, I don't think I ever do that. I don't think I have lust in me. I don't think I I, I don't even I'm not sure. Listen to this. This is tripping me out. Oh well, first of all, I have to say this. This is the I've always kind of liked this thought that like you see a girl and she's pretty. And, 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 and then, and then all you want to do, like, I don't, I might not think, um, or, or, or even a flower, let's say, let's use a flower. I see a flower and it's, it's nice and it's beautiful. So maybe I want to get closer to it and I want to smell it. And then after now I've done two things, I've seen it and I've smelt it. Now I may want to touch it. Now I've done, I've experienced it with three and now I may want to capture it and take it home. There's these, there's these series of events that happen that more and more of your senses want to sort of explore things, right? Like my kids see a snake in the yard and they want to catch it and bring it inside and put it, you know what I mean? They see it, then they want to touch it, then they want to own it. And I, I mean, you could say it's like that with flowers or with pussy or just whatever, but lizards. I don't know, with lizards. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Lizards, snakes. Yeah. Reptiles. I was big into that with reptiles, but I, I'm I'm never I I can't ever remember just like looking at someone and being like oh and then all of a sudden I'm picturing them giving me a blowjob I just I just don't do that I, my brain doesn't I don't even know how to visualize my brain doesn't even work like that like when people be like I visualize shit I'll be like how do you do that <laughs> I don't even do I'm like, like is it in color is it in black and white like and my friends like close your eyes and can you picture your mom I'm like no. Do you it's like just, thinking just words dark or do you in think there. in images? What? Do you think in words or do you think in images? I think I'm I'm think I'm in words. Yeah, I must yeah, I think there words. was like there's some study about people thinking in words or thinking in images. But I'm never like, even like writing I'm never even thinking in words like either like oh I wish I could uh like be naked with that person or I wish I could have that their Ferrari like I hmm. I just don't uh I don't go there with it. I, I, I almost the opposite. I become quieter and more attentive. Like, I don't want to miss any of it. Why would I like go into my own head? There's nothing better in my head than this chick 
in a bikini that's too small with the giant titties. Okay, okay, let's let's let's. Uh, but I think to be a perv, you have to start like a good uh, lusting. I think I don't know. Well, let's listen to this pastor. This is so funny that he's saying this like to a thousand parishioners. I love this. Okay, let's let's see. In the eyes. Now, this is the key because you might say, okay, I, I got it. It affects my family, my faith, my relationship with God. It affects my future. So what's the answer, pastor? Okay. It does not begin in the heart. That's what people know what think. Heart is it either. begins in the eyes. This is, this is so simple. To, to overcome this. And G, here's, here's, remember it says she cast longing eyes. Remember we read that? She cast mm-hmm. longing eyes on Joseph. All right, here's Jesus backing it up. Can you pause that? Matthew 5, 28 in the Sermon on the Mount. I see my kids do that when they like go into like a bakery and they look in the glass cabinet, they cast longing eyes. And I guess sometimes when I go on like a, uh, uh, like the B&H website with all the camera gear, I cast longing eyes. But I don't do that to uh, women. I'm not. Is that just because you're married? No, I didn't even do it when I was younger. I can't ever mm-hmm. remember. Um, it's such baby steps for me. I would never go from I saw you to I want to fuck you. It's always like I like- saw you and now like I kind of want to like I-, I wish I could talk to you. It seems like too much of a leap. I think that's probably to undress them and put them in your brain. I wonder if that's why some women are, or women are attracted to men who think that way. Like they just like want to be friends with them. Like they, there's no, they're not trying to like get something out of their relationship. Like the man just wants to like be friends with them. They just appreciate them as a person. And then, well, there's steps to it. I mean, at some point you get close enough to them and you crave their, their physical intimacy or you want to see them naked. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Okay, it let, weird. let's see. Let's hear what the pastor said. But, but it's like oh. that with every. But it's like that with everything: flowers, cake, electronic gear, fancy cars. I mean, it's not. It's uh, uh, women and men. It's sex doesn't have the like uh, the market on that. They don't have the, that monopolized. Okay, go on. But I say to you that whoever looks looks at a woman to lust for her has already committed adultery with her. Now, I want you to look at the words I underlined there. Just look at them. Leave that on the screen for a minute, all right? Look at the last word, adultery. Before that, when you back up, you'll see the word lust. And but before that, you see the word looks. See, somehow we think, and we see that he's already done it in his heart, so we think this is in the heart. Before it ever got in his heart, it was in his eyes. I'm I'm, listening to me. This is very simple. Don't look at handsome people. (laughs) I need to hear that whole thing. I don't know what the fucking heart is. (laughs) Some of you think guns in the eyes. Anyway, I thought that was uh, the, 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 uh, I looked up the word lust here. It says very strong sexual desire. I mean, the strongest sexual desire I've ever had in my life is, is uh, there's no one, no one's been around. <laughs> I just wake up in the morning. I'm like, oh, fuck. What am I going to do with this? All right. Don't lust. Lust is psychological anybody. force producing intense desire for something or circumstance while already having a significant amount 
of desired object. Lust can take any form such as lust of sexuality, money, or power. Maybe that's why I don't understand. Maybe I don't understand that thing that people always say, too, that the whole COVID thing is just a play for power. I, I struggle to wrap my head around that also. Maybe that's why. And I fucking have no idea what the heart is. Every time someone uses the word heart, I have fucking no idea what they're talking about. I mean, I have that one. Not the physical one. No. There must be another one. I'm not sure I understand that either. Because it wouldn't... I don't know. Is it just the brain? Feelings? Yeah. Why is Sevon's wife never around when he has morning wood? Oh, she's around, and there's three other dudes in the room, too. <laughs> Those guys fuck everything up. And a dog. <laughs> I don't care about... Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> hey, if my wife wouldn't have sex with me because the dog's in the room, I would think that that's just a fucking... That, 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 that's just she doesn't want to have sex with me. <laughs> oh guys thank you two hours caleb thank you long show today susan's gonna hate us we miss him oh for the guy i invited to come on the show today who didn't show up i hope i get credit for inviting you that's all i really wanted i didn't really want you to come <laughs> don't be scared uh, Dave, uh, don't have your feelings hurt. I, I, I've uh, changed my mind all through the show. You saw me evolve as a human being. I'm glad that you're doing what you're doing. I think it's cool that you're answering the questions. Uh, and uh, you should come on my podcast. Darn it. I thought we were going to end at exactly two hours. Caller, hi. Good morning. How are you? Good. Just, uh, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about it. I used to listen to you for CrossFit, but I'm starting to like these open topic podcast a little bit more. So just wanted to touch base with you and see, I like the kid thing that you got going on. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm having a blast with that. Yeah. So just wanted to share a little experience that I've had with my uh, 14 year old and see if uh, something other people relate with. So uh, 14, we made the mistake allowing for him to have social media, probably a little bit too young, around 11. Found some, uh, inappropriate messages um, between him and him and a girl. And then I guess it resulted in some fighting a couple months later, teacher calls from the school says that they didn't think my son had done it, but they had a kid that wrote a suicide letter in class and, you know, they talked to him and they didn't think it was him. But after a couple of days of questioning him, he finally broke down and said that it was him. So, you know, I think I got so focused on keeping them away from drugs and all the other things. I completely looked past what social media and the influences outside of the, your household could create. So the other day on your podcast, you talked about, you know, putting them in jujitsu, finding, finding um, what defines them. So just wanted to kind of give you props on, on that advice. I think it's really good. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, Easy, easy for me to say my kids are only five and seven. I have to think that 11 is way too young. I have to. Oh, absolutely. I have to think. So there's this kid, all the, I, there's not a ton of them, but all the kids I know that are older and all the cool, like young adults I know who are in their twenties, 
they're all they were all the weirdos when they were younger whose parents didn't give them electronics this yep. this kid that fucking my son plays tennis with is 15 he's like the best tennis player in the county the 15 year old tennis player in the county and um he recently went on a family vacation for two weeks and i was i had called him and texted him a few times when he came back he's like oh sorry i forgot my phone or when i text him he doesn't text me back for like 48 hours and it's because his parents <laughs> didn't his parents didn't give him his phone until he was 15 he's not even attached to it well, you know, it's funny as a parent, you know, you think you control, like when we were younger, you, you know, everything, all the influences came from the household right? and whoever you were allowed to hang out with. And, you know, as a parent, man, I missed that boat, you know, cause you think about YouTube being like cartoons. I used to think, oh, it's just Saturday morning cartoons. You don't realize the algorithms and how it starts feeding all this different information and, you know, the different directions that it takes things. So definitely an eye opener. Hey, dude, I, 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 um, it kind of goes to that whole, the average, well, a couple things, the average age I hear now for a child to see porn, a boy to see porn is 11 years old. That would have fucking ruined me. I literally, I can remember my being 15 years old and having a girlfriend. She was the same girlfriend I had when I was 15, 16, 17, and 18. And I can remember every, like, First, it was we just held hands for six months. Then six months after that, I kissed her in the car. Then six months after that, maybe I touched her boob on the outside of her shirt. Then six months after that, two years into the relationship, I unsnapped her bra. And, 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 and but, but even after I unsnapped her bra, I probably just ran off and like celebrated. I probably didn't even like. <laughs> we, and, and now you know, kids are like, that. now kids are do this shit. Like I would, I'm so glad I didn't see any of that. I didn't need. There's, I have a whole lifetime. I can watch all the porn I want now. I'm 50. Yay. <laughs> But it was so well, much you know more fun exploring, exploring girls at my own fucking pace. Well, you know, it's funny you say that because I had that conversation with him when we, we found out that he may be looking at some videos and I was talking to my wife about it. And I'm like, when I was younger, you had to actively find the friend that dad had the porno magazine. Yes, yes. Flip a few pages and then yes. run home and use your imagination. I said, nowadays, and I told him that, I said, you know, porn is going to expose you to things that you're never going to experience in life. So you're going to be disappointed the first time you have a sexual experience because that girl ain't going to let you do what that girl in that video did. <laughs> and, and the truth is you probably don't even want to do that. You're just mimicking. For sure. For sure. I'm for so sure. glad so. I've never stuck my dick in anyone's asshole. I'm so proud of that. I'm so <laughs> exactly. proud of that. I'm so proud that I have a, I think I'm healthy because I, I, have a, I, I don't want to do that. I think I'm healthy. I think I'm normal and the rest of you are fucked up. Not you, but it's, it's, it's <laughs> oh, crazy. It's so crazy. Sure. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to call and check in. Thank well, you, Sharon, for sharing okay. all this stuff. It's a it's yeah. a cool podcast. So, Thank cool. You. one question: what, yes, what what's the what's the most embarrassing thing you've ever done? <laughs> quiet. I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything. The um, I I, I the, what I, the, I don't know why this popped in my head, but one time at a at a roller um. I used to go to like these uh, these roller nights in um, in high school. Like as a, like the high the high school would rent out a roller rink, and all the kids would go roller skating. You know, from the high school, and there was this kid Jocko Rodriguez there, and he was cool, but he scared the shit out of me. And and he was kind of like one of those bullies, but he was like a nice bully. Like he'd put you in the trash can, but he didn't hurt you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or or like, or like if you were in his way, he just moved you out gently, but it was him first, right? And like everyone just kind of – like if he picked on you, it was kind of an honor. Anyway, but he chewed tobacco, and I remember one time at the roller rink, he, he was spitting into a, a cup, and I saw this really hot chick fucking drink out of it, not knowing it was his tobacco. 
and I and, and I had a like an adverse reaction to that. I did not like that. You know, it's funny is my my friends if they ever listen to this podcast is going to listen just going to live in infamy on YouTube. But uh, you know, we have a five a.m. boys group text at our gym where we all kind of you know rouse each other throughout the day. So I had um, been taking this Joe Weeder healthy testosterone support they sell at Costco. So a friend of mine was like, "Hey, you know, send me, send me what, uh, send me what it is that you're taking." So I get home, I put my vitamins out on the counter. I'm like, "Oh shoot, I should snap a picture of this, take a picture of it, hop in the shower, get to work." And I'm just about to go in and run this meeting, and I look and I have 57 text messages, and I'm thinking to myself, "Our group text blows up, but I haven't seen something like this in a while." So I scroll back to the beginning. Hey, thank you, cool, awesome, it's awesome, cool. And then one guy says. Hey, dumbass, did you happen to look in the reflection of the mirror before you sent this picture? Oh, shit. Sent an accidental dick pic with a bottle of testosterone in my hand. What kind of meme can you create out of that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, shit. So, so I'm standing there getting ready to go. I'm standing there getting ready to go into this meeting, and I have a light blue shirt on, and I am just pouring sweat. So I'm just pouring, like, my, I walk in and my boss is like, what's going on with you? And I share, I share it. And all of a sudden I'm in my meeting and they're like, Hey, so what are you sweating so much for? So lesson of the day is slow down. Hey, how awesome is it? Imagine if you would have said, if, if, so if you sent an accidental dick pic, like, like what if it was like to like some woman you worked with? Thank God. Oh, it, it was it, just that, the that, guys at the gym. Thank God. That's, that's right. That's right. Oh, you'd and be fucking a, toast. You'd be toast, dude. You'd fucking be on suicide watch. If, uh, there'd be, there'd be no explaining that away. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the lesson <laughs> to this, the moral story, never take a picture of your penis ever. <laughs> uh, never take a picture of the bathroom. My wife is like, are you really answering your phone in the bathroom? You haven't learned your lesson yet. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you guys have a good day, bud. All right, brother. Thank you. Yeah, bye fucking point that i never point i never let my camera like turn down like that <laughs> dressed or undressed never past 90 degrees no keep that thing upright at all times all right uh caleb thank you caller thank you they finished on a good note um remember we're all just humble monks trying to find our way on a planet with harsh climates and harsh environments